Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Psalm 35, but before we go there, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, thank you for today and for the many blessings you bestowed on us. Thank you for specifically helping me this morning as I met with my friend and my business acquaintance. I just thank you for the way that you've blessed me with with these people and the opportunities. And Lord, I just I just thank you for my family. I thank you for my friends. I love my children dearly, Lord, and you've blessed me with two wonderful women. So, Lord, I just lift up this time. I lift up this day as we go about our our life and as our we go about our work. I just pray that you would be the one that we focus on. I pray that we would hear your voice today as we read your word, as we read the insights from others. I just pray, Father, for you to open our hearts and our minds. May we love you with more and more of ourselves every day so that we can then love our neighbors as ourselves. I pray for our families, for our children. I pray you'd keep them safe, keep them healthy, and put peace within their minds. May they have the peace that surpasses all understanding, and may it be yours, because that's the only thing that brings peace. So, Lord, I lift up this time. I lift up this reading to you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, Psalm 35 as I was reading it, something really struck me, and it struck me about most of these psalms. David is extremely specific. He goes to God as he would a friend or anybody else, and he sits there and says, Lord, I need this, or this is who I am, and this is what's happening to me. Please, specifically, help me. And he then expects it to be done. He's not saying these things and not ex- expecting the help. He's not saying these things and then thinking it'll never occur. He says it and he believes it and he's very specific. So that's what really has struck me with this reading. So let's go ahead and jump on into Psalm 35 verse 1. Contend, Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take up shield and armor. Arise and come to my aid. Brandish spear and javelin against those who pursue me. Say to me, I am your salvation. So David was needing reassurances. He was needing to understand that God is there and is on his side. He's asking God to specifically say, I am your salvation, to show him. He's asking him specifically to pick up his armor, his shield, and his weapons and protect him because he's in a tough situation. And he fully expects that God will do it. May those who seek my life be disgraced and put to shame. May those who plot my ruin be turned back in dismay. May they be like chaff before the wind, with the angel of the Lord driving them away. May their path be dark and slippery, with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. Since they hid hid their net for me without cause, and without cause dug a pit for me, May ruin overtake them by surprise. May the net they hid entangle them. May they fall into the pit to their ruin. Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord and delight in his salvation. My whole being will exclaim, Who is like you, Lord? You rescue the poor from those too strong for them. 
the poor and needy from those who rob them. Ruthless witnesses come forward. They question me on things I know nothing about. They repay me evil for good and leave me like one bereaved. Yet when they were ill, I put on sackcloth and humbled myself with fasting. When my prayers returned to me unanswered, I went about mourning as though for my friend or brother. I bowed my head in grief as though weeping for my mother. And when I stumbled, they gathered in glee. Assailants gathered against me without my knowledge. They slandered me without ceasing. Like the ungodly, they maliciously mocked. They gnashed their teeth at me. How long, Lord, will you look on? Rescue me from their ravages, my precious life from their from these lions. I will give you thanks in the great assembly. Among the throngs, I will praise you. Do not let those gloat over me who are my enemies without cause. Do not let those who hate me without reason maliciously wink the eye. They do not speak peaceably, but devise false accusations against those who live quietly in the land. They sneer at me and say, Aha! Aha! With our own eyes we have seen it. Lord, you have seen this. Do not be silent. Do not be far from me, Lord. Awake and rise to my defense. Contend for me, my God and Lord. Vindicate me in your righteousness, Lord my God. Do not let them gloat over me. Do not let them think, aha, just what we wanted, or say, we have swallowed him up. May all who gloat over my distress be put to shame and confusion. May all who exalt themselves over me be clothed with shame and disgrace. May those who delight in my vindication shout for joy and gladness. May they always say, the Lord be exalted, who delights in the well-being of his servant. My tongue will proclaim your righteousness, your praises all day long. So David is, again, very specific. And he's not afraid to be specific about people getting, you know, his enemies being defeated, his enemies being killed. He knows where to turn, to where to turn and that's to God. He knows to look to God. And he's not afraid to be specific. He's asking for very specific things. I think sometimes when I ask for general help, oh Lord, I need help with my finances. I need help with this. And it's just a broad statement. It's not, God, I need money to pay this bill. Um, it's not a, it's, it's usually for me, it's more of a genuine, a general statement. And I think about David, he's confident, he's specific. Pick up your armor come beat these people for me and and demonstrate and show me and tell me that you're my salvation. He needs that reassurance, just like we all do. But he also has the faith to be specific because he knows that God can do very specific tasks or very specific items and actions. And he's not testing God. He's saying, here's my circumstance. He's turning to God because he knows that's the only place that he can turn. So we have Charles Spurgeon writes about verse three, where it says, brandish spear and javelin against those who pursue me. Say to me, I am your salvation. He writes, David knew where to run for shelter in his hour of difficulty. Many were there that opposed him. He had been much slandered. His course was rough. 
So after spreading his case before the Lord, as Hezekiah did, Rebeshek's blasphemous letter, he turns to the Most High and cries to him for succor with one request, as if this would suffice to relieve him from all his troubles. Sand my soul, I am your salvation. He thus invokes God to give him a word from his own mouth, to take the buckler and the sword in his defense, and to be his champion. O oh my God, speak to my soul, assuring word, and it shall be enough for me. It is a sign of adoption, a mark of the res- residence of the Spirit of God within us. If in our times of trouble we fly to God, soul, can, can you find any difficulty in doing so? Is this not one of your spiritual instincts? Then be afraid, lest you are an alien and no true-born child. For the true-born child seeks his father's face, cries out for his father's notice, and creeps into its father's bosom. This short prayer I commend to everyone present, to saint and sinner, to the young and the old, to those who are assured, and to those who are doubtful. Say unto my soul, I am your salvation. It appears to me to imply certain doctrines, to express certain desires, and to suggest certain practical lessons upon which we may profitably meditate. So, we read yesterday, A.W. Tozer talking about being silent before God for 20 minutes. And now here's a very simple prayer that we can pray. Lord, say unto my soul, I am your salvation. If we really seek him out, what greater prayer could there be? What greater assurance when we're in trial, when we're facing trials, than to turn to God and say, please tell me that you're my salvation. Please speak to me and fill my heart, fill my mind. Lord, give me that assurance so I can rest. See, that's where David had such an intimate relationship with God. He really does look at God as his father. I know when my children were young, heck, even today they do it. When they have a problem, they call me. They come to me. They talk to me. They seek out their dad. It's the same thing with God. When we have a challenge, when we're in a bad situation, do we turn to him or do we turn away and try to figure it out ourselves? Well, I'll tell you, for myself, the last week or so, I was trying to figure it out myself. And I was really good at dwelling on a cir- on a circumstance and as being very very hard on myself i was seeing only the worst potential outcomes i wasn't even seeking god like i should until finally it just struck me quit being an idiot and go and turn to god seek him out diligently quit trying to solve the problem yourself with that i can't tell you that all my anxiety went away that all my stress went away but my heart was much more settled and things changed. They improved. Doesn't mean everything's perfect. Just means that within my heart, there's much, there's great, great improvement. Within my mind, there's great improvement. And it's really just one of those things where when I try to do it, I fail. I just look at the negative. When I turn it over to God, there's peace or greater peace. And I can't wait for that day when I can truly say, I'm at peace even when there's chaos.
So with that, let's go and actually I'm concerned about that now. I don't want him to test me. So I grow. (laughs) Anyways, with that, let's go back to God in prayer. Father, thank you for that, for this reading and for this time. I just pray for you to bless us, bless us with peace, bless us with understanding. I pray for those who are facing financial hardships because that's such a common situation today. I just pray that you would bless them with finances and resources. I pray for those who are distraught about the direction of our country and our world. I pray for peace to be upon their hearts and their minds. I pray for our families that they would be kept safe, that their hearts and their minds would be protected, that their spirits would turn to you and that they would know where to turn in their hours of need. I just pray for you to be with our countries, be with our nations, that you would lift up leaders who would turn our nations back to you. And I just pray that we would rest in comfort knowing that you're in control, that it's your plan. We've read the end of the book in Revelations. You win. But I just pray that we would have confidence and peace with that knowledge. I thank you and praise you for all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.